Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Chris Worm. Hey, oh, what's good? Now, look, we try and get all three of us on these, and that's why they're delayed at times. And we tried, but it's going to be a two man pod, and that's just the way it is, okay? Deal with it. Yeah, just deal with it. We, I mean, this is what we're doing on our Friday night. Look at us. We're fucking losers, but we're doing it for you guys. So just relax, okay? <laughs> we just. <laughs> We just watched episode 13 of the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. We saw everyone dump on Amanda, Josh somehow become the puppet master of the house, and Jameson's crush, Corey, go home. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers. But first, I'm going to ask Chris Warren a question, and he's going to answer it. <laughs> How did Josh get all this power, Warren? I guess I don't have a choice. I have to answer. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Can you say it's the strong social game? Maybe in a way. It's, you know, the odd thing for me is like, as much as we don't like Josh, I do honestly feel like he he does have these social connections in the house. And like, they may not be like super strong, but they're enough to like, get to this mid phase of the game. And I think he just plays it up for camera to a degree. Is he pulling, is he pulling the strings? Wow. <laughs> I'm all flustered by Jameson's absence. Yeah, uh, he's going through puberty tonight. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Holy moly. Is he flustered? Because I'm flustered. Uh, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, is he pulling the strings? I don't, I don't think so. I think it looks like – I think he's playing it for camera. You know, he talks very big when he's, like, uh, you know, talking to other people. He likes to say, God willing, I noticed that. Uh, in this last episode, it, you know, whenever he's talking to someone that could be a potential ally, like Logan, the hunk uh, tonight, he's, you know, saying, God willing, you come back from elimination or God willing, you get your surfboard, which is something I wish my wife told me. Um, <laughs> and like the the one thing is, uh, you know, another thing, too, is just like he likes to say it's strong, like everything's strong, like we got a strong core here. We got a strong group of people. Like, you know, do you think he does anything that's socially not strong, Danny? I mean, what do you think? I mean, aside from his outbursts, which almost got him sent home, <laughs> he, he must be pretty convincing in one-on-one -on -one conversations, I think. Like, I think, you know, you saw Corey, he trusted him. Like, I think most people, for whatever reason, trust him to be a straight-up person. And I think, that combined with being on the strongest team has set him up pretty well all of a sudden. If he was on a different team, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. Though. No, I agree. It would, uh, it would be a different situation. And I think what you point out too with Corey is a good, um, I mean, that's a great example from the show in which that's a relationship that was there that we didn't see anything really of the entire time yet. Clearly Corey like had trust in him, which is, interesting i feel like it's revealing that or that to me tells me like he's got this kind of trust in a lot of different people on the show uh at the moment and it's just not something that i would expect or that is being conveyed in uh in the edit but good for him for figuring it out i guess i don't know yeah i mean they made it seem like it was his idea and his idea alone to save logan and then it worked so somebody else must have felt the same way but the way it was portrayed we're led to believe that he came through with like, hey, let's protect the rookie. And everybody else was talked into it, which is weird. But hey, 
Josh, good for you, I guess. Yeah. Now, the other thing that happened in this episode was, I, I hate Amanda, I'll just say that. And uh, it seemed like she was flying under the radar. Nobody seemed annoyed by her. She didn't get a ton of screen time. Then all of a sudden in this episode, everybody just hates her. So why did it take this long for everyone to turn on Amanda? I, you know, I don't know why. I think maybe this was the first time that she was actually put in a position to like truly piss people off. Uh, you know, previously it's kind of been like, she's just kind of playing the role or whatever, just like on the side, it's never been an issue, but this episode clearly was like, she was put front and center in the daily challenge, of course. Right. And she's standing on the boat like an idiot. (laughs) And I just, I just, you know, her whole excuse, I didn't know who to blame here. Right. Cause I was thinking like, okay, she's saying they didn't tell me to do anything. They said to stay on the side. Like you can't be that dumb to think like that's helping the team, like get in there, start pulling some ropes or like organizing it at least or something. There's something you could have done. Right. Like that's, that's pretty stupid. And on the flip side, I would say, like, there's no way, right, there's no way you go into a challenge, nobody's jumping into the water in that situation without having talked about it first. So, like, clearly they would have given her instructions. And there's no way to me that, like, everybody else on that team is that dumb to not give her this instructions. So, it's just, it's all a bit ridiculous. And then she's going around the house and like trying to be big by saying, I'm going to be Emerald and blah, blah, and all this stuff or whatever. Oh, Seb has taught us a team every time. I'm like, and you will go straight home. <laughs> like it's going to happen. You're not making a final. It's, it is, but yeah, I think she's skated by, by like not really having had to feature. I mean, the closest thing she got to that was kissing Fessy, I think. Yeah. I mean, she's on the show right now because she's not a rookie. That's the only reason. Yeah. She, she offers nothing. We must just not have seen all the time she annoyed everybody else because she does it every other season. She, she's on there to stir things up, and she she's like has the personality of like a difficult 14-year-old daughter, you know, just all yeah. the time yelling at her dad, except it's the cast that is her dad. Yeah, whatever you say, she goes the other way. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you say. No. So I think at this point she's roughed enough feathers that she'll be going home soon. I would, I would guess. I would think so. I mean, I don't think Ashley can save her. There's not a, I don't know. She doesn't have enough pull. So no, ain't gonna happen. Speaking of being sent home, let's do killed it or send it home. Chris Warren. Excellent. Yes. Uh, so earlier in the episode, that was two nights ago. Uh, we heard CT describe himself in the deliberation as an old man. Is CT an old man? Killed it or send it home? I'm going to kill that he is an old man. And that's, and I love old CT even more than the young CT. I mean, I consider myself an old man at this point and CT is older than me. So I think he has to be uh, considered an old man, especially in challenge years, which as we know, that makes him a professional athlete. And uh, being 40 or so as a professional athlete, that's, that's old. You know, I, I was ready to, to send this home because I'm just, I, I find it hard to believe that like at his performance, he can even have the right to call himself an old man. But you make a great point in that as an athlete, yeah, over 40 is definitely old. And he has definitely involved, evolved from who he used to be 
And uh, I think it is fair to say that uh, to, to kill it. Um, and just and thinking of like what he's doing when he's partying. I mean, we've talked about it. He's not, he's not getting wasted. He's definitely not the CT used to be on the party aspect or the social aspect of the game. Well, socially within the game or whatever you want to call that. But uh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, you convinced me, Danny, I'm going to say killed it as well. CT is an old man. Because I think if you're lucky enough that your body doesn't break down in your thirties, I think you can hit that sweet spot where like you become so much smarter. Like you played uh, high school yes. soccer. I played high school basketball. Do you ever wish you could put your current brain into that kid's body, how much better they would be? But like, I can't do oh, any yeah. of the things that I used to be able to do on a basketball court, which is why I just don't bother anymore. Right, right. It's the experience. I, it's kind of like, you know, I'm not saying I'm a Tom Brady fan, but we're just going to throw out Tom Brady there. Can he throw the ball the furthest or the fastest? maybe the most accurate because he's got the reps, right? But like, he probably knows his limits and he's got so much experience that like, he just knows the right receiver to pick every time. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to read everything. It's, it's so many moments of experience that he has that just makes him that much better than everybody else. Yeah, he makes it look easy. And right now you get the sense that the challenge is easy for CT. Yeah, it's like CT is the Tom Brady of the challenge. I think he kind of is, although way more likable. Way, way more likable. <laughs> Danny, what you got? So every single season, multiple times, we are forced to watch Nelson and Corey vow to run the final together. So obviously that's not happening, happening yet again. So killed it if it's ever going to happen. Or send it home if there's no chance in hell that ever happens. Man, I, you know, I want to say kill it, but my heart says send it home. I think I want, I want just for them and their friendship. I mean, like they've, they've sacrificed for each other. And like, you know, obviously it's been over uh, dramatized a couple times, but you know, the one time Nelson did it, was that two seasons ago? I mean, it felt very yeah. genuine, right? I mean, we, we talked about that episode, gave us the feels. I want them to have this opportunity. And I really hope it happens, but I'm going to send it home. It just, I think them together is too much of a threat to people. I feel like a lot of times you need, you need a bigger crew or alliance to make it to a final. And their alliance really at the end of the day is just them. And, and we've seen that in this season, you know, like, and kind of making some bad moves of like a, have an alliance with like rookies and Corey and Nelson. And it's kind of like not a great move. And until they can like recruit more numbers into their group, I don't think they're going to be able to get by. And additionally, like seeing, you know, if I'm on the outside looking at them, if I'm in the challenge, I kind of see that core, right. And you, you almost don't want to be in an alliance with them because you know, they're going to look out for each other first before they look out for you. And so it's a, it's a tough one, but I'm, I'm going to send it home that they ever get to do it. That's all very well said. I'm going to send it home too, just because I don't get me wrong. I love them together. They make great TV. I'm not positive that they're good at the challenge. Like I just, <laughs> you know, like, I think it's also a very glaring thing I missed. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like a decade now and I just 
don't know that they're very good at this. I don't think they're good politically. And then when push comes to shove, like Nelson's small, but Corey just constantly disappoints, I feel like, in the physical stuff when when he goes against somebody. Like I'm always like, oh, he's got this one. And then he never does. It's something about it must be his appearance or something. He seems like he's in great shape, but he's just Yeah. I mean, I and to your point, I'm sure he is, but you know, there's something and he's played football, right? Like, I think there's things where there's like traditional athletes and then there's like athletes who are just like good at stuff. Like, and maybe they didn't play traditional sports, but they're like someone who could start doing parkour and like next week they're like jumping up buildings, you know, like they're just climbing up the side of buildings. And it's just these people with like the freak ability to like adapt, to see something, they adapt, they figure it out really quickly and they just know how to like move their body or whatever it is. They have great body control. And I, to your point, like, I don't know if maybe they have that or that Corey has that at least because this elimination, I like you, I would have thought, okay, <laughs> I mean, who, somebody said it. I think it was Ashley. Like, this is basically what he does every day is the ropes. He should have crushed this. And it just, it just didn't pan out. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. And I, I was surprised that I'm not sure why anymore. Like, he, right. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the normal yeah. <laughs> time to get juicy with jameson's juicy deeds so we're left to our own devices so i had to dig up my own juice here so <laughs> i I'm very excited about it. Well, you know what? I I feel pretty excited about both of them, and they were both given to me by uh, friends of the podcast. So this first one comes from my sister and brother-in-law, and uh, it's that Ed is Ivy League educated. He went to Cornell as a pole vaulter. What do you think of that? (laughs) Wow, did he really? Yeah. I mean, you know what? I could see it. I could see it. Um Maybe not in his current build. Little known fact, I used to pole vault in high school as well. Seriously? Uh, Yes. And uh, I could see it. Just the way he performed, I could see he's probably kind of quick. Short guys tend to do well. Like, um, he's a little too muscular at the moment. But, you know, I'm sure he's probably a lot leaner, you know, back in the day of pole vaulting for him. Um, And, yeah, the Ivy League, I mean, I think I remember him saying something during the show that like people underestimate him for his smarts. And I mean, I think he showed up enough in like puzzle kind of things and, uh, and some of the math things that he just kind of breezed through them. Um, and it didn't get too much attention, but I believe it. Uh, it's interesting. Pole vaulting. I wouldn't have expected that, but I feel like I can, I can believe it. Somehow my sister pieced together that Ed went to my brother's high school and found out this information. So I feel like we need to- dude, this is real juice. It's real juice and I feel like I need to try and I think my cousin may have been his same year. Like all of my relatives went to this high school except for me basically. So I I need to find some people that actually knew him because I would like to hear more about Ed, the athlete and just the the scholar. Yeah, the man with the big pole. (laughs) <laughs> Jameson, you uh, you listening to this? This is real juice, bro. This is the real. <laughs> this is Tropicana. And we learned that you were a pole vaulter, which I find insane. Like, 
just a random question about pole vaulting. There's no like working your way up. Like you just got to commit to doing it the first time, right? Just about. I mean, you, you do kind of work your way up, but you're still going a, a bit on a leap of faith. You got to like, you kind of <laughs> just got to go for it and trust that like what you've practiced is going to work. <laughs> like until you get to a certain point, obviously you get more comfortable, but like, I mean, I can tell you the reason I did it, I, my dad wanted me to do two sports in high school. I played soccer, obviously. And then my brother was a pole vaulter. Uh, and so I think he wanted me to play baseball and that just wasn't for me. So I was like, all right, I'll go do pole vaulting. And uh, there I was. I feel like in my school, if you did a sport during that season, you didn't have to go to gym class. So yeah, everybody just picked like track or like I did like cross country, like like the one that was the easiest yeah. to get out of. I'm in speed class. walking event. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my other juice. Uh, this comes from our friend Amy. Bettina revealed that she was pregnant. Which makes me wonder, why isn't this part of like the screening process for the show, even from like an insurance reason? Like, why don't they get physicals where they find out if they're pregnant or not? I feel like this is the third person in the last few seasons that this has happened to. Yeah, isn't this? I mean, this is two in two seasons, right? Uh, last season was uh, Melissa. I can't yeah. remember. Like, yeah, that's insane. It's insane to go on a show of this nature that is a very physical competition and not, I don't know, you would think that they would put them through some kind of physical and have them approved. Right. Especially as, like you said, like insurance reasons, like, you know, the whole thing with like Kyle having diabetes, like, <laughs> and the, the syringe up his, his ass. Like I get that to a degree. Cause it's like back in the day, but like the way this show has evolved, it feels like, man, you would think if they have like on-site medical team, like you would have to be approved to like compete in this before going on it. Like, I, I don't know. That's insane. Especially because they seem pretty strict once someone is injured on the show to not let them continue. But it seems like they'll take anybody to just sign up for the show yeah. without any precautions. Right. That's insane. Or like even... If she finds out, like, I don't know, you would figure it out on the show, right? Like that you're pregnant and then you would, who wouldn't be like, I can't do this anymore. You know, like, right. <laughs> exactly. And it's not just the physical stuff. I was tempted to steal this joke. But as Amy said, uh, if pregnant women can't eat sushi, I don't think a glass of blood and raw bull testicles make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> Sushi, they can't even go to Subway, man. I know. So, yeah, there's, there's no way any of this is good for you if you're pregnant. No. So that's my juice. That's what I got for you. Dude, I mean, I'm going to say this early before we even get to the end, but Danny, you killed it. <laughs> MVP of the episode, Chris Wern. So uh, I didn't really want to give it out like this but i have to say team emerald uh which is the green team i hope because i don't know gem colors however uh team emerald just for staying together crushing another challenge and now there's two teams with just four people 
there's this challenge. Maybe there was an opportunity to like beat them despite the numbers, but I doubt the next one's going to be like that. They look in just such a strong position to make it to the final, all of them. Yeah. I'm giving it to them. They're in a good position. So team Emerald, I don't know what you put on there. Maybe it's the green diamond and the Instagram <laughs> pick, but yeah. How about you, Danny? I was tempted to do something like that. And I got to admit, I even considered Josh, but um, I'm picking somebody else in a great position. And that's Logan who, you know, avoided getting called out by the, by the whole room. But then with an injury, you would think still injured goes in and just annihilates Corey. Like, and of course he looked good doing it. He's a hunk. We all know that. He's probably got a penis and a half on him. I mean, this guy, he's got it all. (laughs) (laughs) Penis as big as that rope on fire. (laughs) I almost didn't give it to him because did you see, they did a close-up of his tattoos and he has one that just says in English, attitude. Oh boy. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It's not a good or a bad attitude. It's just attitude. It's just attitude. It reminded me of like in the late 90s when everyone would get the Chinese symbols that they thought said like strength or whatever, but nobody knew. Yeah, it just says dingleberry. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings us to our loser of the episode. Who was your dingleberry of the episode? (laughs) Man, you know, I I almost went with your MVP. But uh, for choosing Sapphire, what an idiot. <laughs> and I have to say that because I can't believe that. I just can't believe it. Anyway, uh, I want to give my loser of the episode to the flame guy during the elimination <laughs> for running out there, lighting the damn rope on fire that would just go out within the first five seconds of Immediately. And he was even in a bunch of shots. I was... <laughs> surprised they kept them in there and you see them running off and they had to run back out and run around and keep the flames going i think they even took a break in the middle of one of the the rounds of the elimination so he could light it again it was such a failure that i didn't think they were going to relight it for the second round because it was just yeah i thought exactly i was like oh yeah it didn't really work out great just leave it nope he came right out lit it up it's so ridiculous. And they made such a big production out of two TJs like, but this isn't any tug of war. No. We're lighting it on fire. And then it was out immediately. Just They should have rubbed some fucking trick candles around that or oh. something. How do you? Anything. Like, put, some, put some fireworks in there or something. Anything. Some M80s. For a show that usually does explosives right, it was just some of the saddest pyrotechnics I've ever seen. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Danny, who is who is your loser? I mean, for me, it's got to be Corey. He started the episode pretty poorly by trusting Josh. It was almost sad. He was almost like begging not to go in. Then he did the thing where like, look, it would be way cooler if you go in silently, you win, and then you're like, now I'm coming after you. Instead, he makes all these threats beforehand, which is never a good look because it almost never gets backed up. And then one of the most embarrassing things he does is he gets down there, (laughs) picks up some sand, and he's like, 
<laughs> it's all about being in this heaven. And did you see TJ's face? He just seemed like embarrassed for him. Like, yeah. Whatever he had in his head that he thought that was going to be a cool moment, it wasn't at all. And yeah. it all just made him leaving so much sadder. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I had, I, I took a couple notes during the episode that was basically the same thing you said of just like, dude, don't let him like, don't let him see you sweat, man. Like they picked you. All right, cool. I got this. Like just, and then, and then, and don't tell them the plan for afterwards. Like, God, you got to serve revenge cold, man. You can't be like, telling everybody oh, i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna sabotage you and blah 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 like no just be like all right cool let's do it and then get in there kick ass come back and say oh wait a minute changing the game whatever like yeah and oh, what made it what made it worse is he said that that's what he was gonna do he was like no this, i'm not even mad this is a blessing i'm gonna go in there and take everything and then immediately just starts lashing out at Devin, lashing out at josh like it was just horrible yeah, it was it was like you said, it was embarrassing. It it went man, I feel bad for him. It just went down to like this really weird ending for him, which is unfortunate. Yeah, you know, but it seems that every season ends that way for Corey, man. This was no different. Well, this one didn't make me cry about Nelson being left behind though. So <laughs> I don't know. No, I think because like <laughs> Saying it once would have done it. That's he said so many things about oh. Nelson on this too. Just like we get it. Come on, just yes. walk off. <laughs> just walk away. <laughs> Put some sand in a bottle too for yourself if, <laughs> if you want. Uh, well, until next week, that's it from the tribunal. Don't be a layup. Don't be a quitter. You killed it, Chris Wern, and you know what? We're going to do our fucking damnedest to get all three of us back on here next week. Damn right. That's the damnedest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>